What's happening, friends? Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hope everybody had a good extended weekend. For me, it was filled with anxiety. Why? My show debuted last night. Oh, yeah. That's right. It's been like a month being like, oh boy. I kept trying to convince myself, hey, don't worry about it. Regardless of what happens, you can't control it anymore. Well, Caitlin was doing that. Mostly I was trying to control it. <laughs> but she was like, it is now out of your hands. You did the best job you could do. Your people, your the, the producers, the network, they've all done the best jobs they can do. And if it doesn't do well, you gave it your true effort. Wow, that's good advice. And I was like, no, it's not an option. <laughs> not an option. <laughs> I thought that was well, good. To, and I'll talk about it later on, but to all of you guys that watched last night and posted Breaking Bobby Bones on Nat Geo, just so grateful that you guys would would, would help and, and lend a hand, and hopefully you enjoyed the show. Got a lot of voicemails about it. Uh, for every week now, the show is on Sunday, on Sunday nights. So um, I did that, just waited and watched it, and I'd already seen it, but still, I was extremely anxious because I was hanging out on the Grand Canyon, but I think there was more anxiety on the fact that the show was airing, oh, yeah. Yeah. more than even hanging off the Grand Canyon, so I have a new fear. Mm-hmm. You think you're going to be watching it like cl- closely every week? Or after a while, you think it's going to be like, oh, yeah, my show's today. You know, I was talking, well, I'll know the show's on because I'll be promoting it for the eight weeks it's on. But I was talking to Bear Girls when I was doing his show, and he was like, I don't even watch edits anymore. Yeah. He- and he's been doing it so long. He's like, I don't watch edits. I go out, I shoot it, I'm on to the next thing. I just hope to have some success one day where I can just be telling that to somebody. <laughs> yeah. Instead, I'm like, let me see the edit. What-, what did you get there? Let me see the camera. So I just appreciate everybody. So uh, we have a, a-, a- Really good show today. We got a, a mailbag coming up in a second about somebody that found some money in their house. And then we're going to do a for you guys, because today's a big day. We're going to do round two of the One Hit Wonder Artist game. Okay. Yeah. I'm just so bad at it. That's why it's fun. Yeah. If everybody was so good at everything, we wouldn't do it. Okay. It's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hey, Bobby Bones. About a year ago, I found an envelope with $10,000 cash under our sink in our master bathroom in our home in Fresno, California. I was putting towels away one night, stacked them too high. When I pulled the top towel back, an envelope of cash fell right in my lap. My husband and I were in shock. We are the second owners of the house. Do you keep the cash? Or do you call the previous owner to see if it's theirs? Thank you, Cassandra and Adam Brooks. I do on a second page, which I haven't seen yet, have the reveal. Ooh. But they were asking what what you would have done. Lunchbox. Oh, 100%. I'd have headed straight into my bank, said, here, I have $10,000. I need a deposit. Uh, yep, I would not tell the previous owners because they probably don't know it's there. And hey, really, can you really find them? You don't know who they are. You never met them. All you did was buy a house, and they left you a gift. And that's what they did. They left it there hoping you would find it. And if you didn't, the He just next talked owner, himself into the story. Yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. he made Absolutely. it up. Absolutely. <laughs> 100% you keep the $10,000. Woo-woo! Cha-ching! What if they came knocking on your door? Hey, we're the Johnsons. We used to live here. We Sorry, $10,000 for our dog surgery. We left it here. Do you happen to know where it is? No. Do you know where you left it? Oh, you can go look. Oh, it's not there? Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know. Amy? Yeah, I would just guess I'd call my realtor, try to figure out the owners, and then maybe if nobody claimed it, then I would keep it. But I would try to figure out who it belonged to, mainly because that's what I would want someone to do for me. Eddie? Keep it, but don't spend it for a year. <sighs> just in case they come knocking, where's my money? You know what I mean? Then you're like, oh, here it is, sir. That's like here the it is. cartel. Well, that's what I'm assuming it is. It is. I think that's more money. I think cartel's not 
even looking at ten grand. Yeah, ten okay. grand. They don't even know it's missing. Yeah, that's well, I'm keeping it. Ten, you are for a oh, year. Yeah. Oh yeah. And after a year, though, you're spending it. Spending it away, going to Hawaii. High five. I think what I do is I. You can find a who in the house before you. I call them and I go, Hey, are you missing anything? Mm-hmm. From under the sink? No. You no, don't even but. say that. I say, Hey, that we we found something. something, and we want to make sure if you're missing it, let us know what you what, what you're missing. And well, if they're money, I'm like, Well, how much? Yeah. And if they can identify it, they get it back. But okay. if they don't, because that's. Ten thousand bucks? That you—that's not a random number. Well, it could be from the it homeowners before that, depending on how many people have lived in the home. You yeah, know? No, like no. It, it just—it said that in the email. Oh, sorry. It said we're the second owners of the house. I missed that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe the builder put it there as a surprise. And you know, and I don't think that's the case. I don't think so either. And I think if they nailed the ten grand number, you give it back to them. Do you want to know what they did? Yes. What did they do? Oh my gosh! Please tell me they kept that money. Like went on vacation, did something cool. Here's the second page. Here's what we ended up doing. We ended up calling the previous owner, and he was able to identify what we found under the sink. His son picked it up the next day and gave us $500 cash as a thank you. He was very grateful as he was in need of the cash at that time. Wow. See? Cool. And they're five, they got $500. I don't even and know if that's 20%. It doesn't weigh heavy Excuse on me? them. <laughs> Uh, you would it's tip not. a waiter twenty percent. So why wouldn't you tip someone that found your ten thousand dollars twenty percent? I get that, but you said I don't even know if that's twenty percent. Yeah. So do the math here. Ten thousand dollars. What's twenty percent? No, no idea. Percentage percentage is hard. No, no. It's a such an easy number though to do it. Like ten thousand dollars. It's a well fifty percent would be five thousand. Now you're talking. Go so ahead. Twenty five percent would be twenty five hundred. So maybe uh, two thousand. Yeah, that a boy. You got it, man. What you do, what you would do is 10% of 10,000 is 1,000. Oh. Times two. 20%. Yeah. I went with a 50 to 25. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You, and we all get <laughs> in different places in our life in different ways. Yeah. It's all a journey. Uh, well, related to this and the cartel and mm-hmm. money or weirdness, I, I have something. This might be one of those things I'll throw out there in several months from now. A listener can ask about it because I cannot talk about it right now because I'm scared. But... I have a situation of something that arrived to my house. I can't talk about it. I'm not. I'm not. Don't do it here. Let's let's not talk about it in a different segment. Uh, okay. Next hour. And we won't talk about it. No, we're, we're gonna we, know what we can't talk about. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna not talk about it. <laughs> okay. Right now, though, let's close the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right. Last week we played this game. Name the one hit wonder artist, and Eddie won. And yeah. I, I owe Ray five bucks, but we have the rest of the game that we never got to last week. So, one, two, three, four, five. I have seven of them. Woo! Hey, Ray, here's the bet. I'll take Amy and Lunchbox combined versus you get Eddie. Do you take that bet? <laughs> I'm still going Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Far, far and away, the best of the music games. I agree. Okay, but I'll take, I'll take Lunchbox and Amy, and you have Eddie for five bucks. Yeah! All right, ready, guys? Name ready. the one-hit wonder. Name the artist. Here we go. Okay. That's a jam. Lunchbox, who is that? That's Hoobastank. Amy? Hoobastank. Eddie? Hoobastank. Okay, one to one. Nice job. (laughs) Name this one. Out of the doubt that fills my mind, but somehow. 
Amy's feeling pretty good. She's clapping her hands over here. Oh, I got oh. it. I'm in. I don't know. I know this one. Wow. Oh, sorry, Eddie. You guys know it? Yes. Oh, yeah. 100p. Don't sandbag. I don't know. No, I really don't. Lunchbox, who is that? That's Howie Day. Amy? Howie Day. Eddie? Howie Day. Okay. That's <laughs> uh, Collide from Howie Day. That's correct. Even the best fall down sometimes. Next up, name this one-hit wonder artist. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. Sugar, baby. Come, my lady. Come, my lady. Let me know when you're in. Okay, I And for the win. Oh, good. Lunchbox, do you know it? Did we no. do a concert with these guys? Did we? Just wink twice. No, I'm not doing anything. Amy, blink. cheating, Amy. Amy blinks and goes wink twice. <laughs> wink twice. Okay, everybody in? Yeah. Ah! Hold on. A- Amy, what do you have? Oh, bowling. <laughs> nope. Eddie? <laughs> I have Everlast. No. Oh, Lunchbox. yes. Lunchbox. Everlast. I've never Come heard on, of that. Come on, Lunchbox. You got this. Sugar Ray. What? This is more than. Who is that? Well, it's Crazy Town with crazy Butterfly. Town. Oh, oh, we oh, we all knew that, right, Lunch? Okay. Dang. Name uh, this one hit wonder. This is my fight song. I'm in. Amy in? Dang. I'm in. Lunchbox? Oh, I, I'm not in yet. Uh, <laughs> all right. I got He's it. growling. What do you have over there? Nicole Gallion. <laughs> She's great. Man. Amy? Yeah. Um, Rachel Platten? Eddie? Rachel Platten. Rachel Platten's correct. Good job, Amy. You're welcome. Who's a girl? Three left. Good <laughs> job, guys. Name this one hit wonder artist. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. I'm in. I can't believe you know this. Amy, you in? Don't worry, Lunchbox. I got you. I'm in. Because I I know it. Lunchbox, what do you have? Night at the Roxbury. No, that's a movie. (laughs) It's it's the song's in that movie, right? Yeah. uh, Oh, go Eddie first. Eddie. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm nervous now. (laughs) Eddie. I have Hadaway. Amy. Hadaway. Hadaway, it is good. Dang. Two left. Hadaway. Hadaway. See if you can name this one-hit wonder. Are you in? In. Do you know Hold for on, sure? Know. Hold no. on. No, I don't know. You know for sure, sure Lunchbox? It's like, no, no, no I, I sure? know it. This is the first one that was on MTV. I know. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. Five seconds, guys. I don't have it. I'm in. I don't have it. Lunchbox, what do you have? <sighs> War. <laughs> they sing Lowrider. Lowrider. <laughs> Eddie? I have Human League. Amy? No, you're wrong. The Pockets? Oh, Amy's close. She's on the right track. The Pockets? The Buggles. Ah! Oh. I feel like you put a buggle in your pocket. <laughs> okay, this is the last one. Name, name the artist, the one-hit wonder artist. Eddie's in. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, oh, oh. 
But you know yeah. how Lunchbox does. You need to make sure you get it. I know. No, Amy, I got it. Don't worry about it. You don't need to write anything Third down. Third eye blind. That's <laughs> oh. close. Trisha, <laughs> you would. Nope, that's not close. Okay. Um, I think he knows it now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I do too. I, I think he knows it. I, I do too. So, Amy, what do you have? I have... Um, uh, get, uh, you have nothing. You have nothing. <laughs> I said third eye blind as a joke. Lunchbox said that's close. That's when I knew he probably had it. Lunchbox, oh, the answer is... Four on blind! Hey, usually I want to say Sinead O'Connor, but it's four on blind! That's right. Sorry, Eddie. Go! I got too excited. Eddie? I too have four on oh! blinds! Okay, we're now... Gonna do speed round here. Oh man! Oh man! But, Wait, but Lunchbox and I. Out of the two, I, who's winning? No, they both because whoever says their name. If, but yeah. if they get it, they knock. They lock their team <laughs> this out. Is so not fair. Me against these two. But whatever, is, we're good. Are here. there any country one hit wonders? Yeah, yeah we yeah. did. But it started with Billy Gilman. That's when we did. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. All right, here we go. Are you ready, guys? Ready. When he's gonna yeah. play it, say your name as the buzzer, and we'll stop the song. One hit wonder. Name the artist to go. How bizarre! Lunchbox. Lunchbox. <laughs> Bismarcky! Nice. Good one, Lunch. Good job. How bizarre! How bizarre! What? No. The answer is not Bismarcky. No. What? Bismarcky sings, You, you got, got what I need. <laughs> All right. How bizarre. Eddie, you want to hear more of it? Uh, yes. Go ahead. I'm in, Eddie. Eddie, for the win. I mean, I know that O-M is correct. There's three letters in this. O-M, and I don't know what that third letter is. So I will say this. O-M is correct. <laughs> this is crazy. Like, I'm trying so hard to remember, but I wrote down O-M-I. 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 It's his answer. You're O-M-I. Oh, you're, never it's OMC. No! No! Because no! <laughs> I was like, OMG? No, that can't be okay. it. Okay. Uh, sudden death. Oh, my goodness. OMI sings. We all ring in. Uh, yeah, oh. cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah, you're all ringing in again. Everybody's back in. Name this one hit wonder artist and go. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Just said this. And while she looks so sad in photographs, I absolutely love her. When she's Eddie. Eddie. Bowling for soup. Bowling for soup is incorrect. <laughs> ha, ha. <laughs> I knew that one right. Go ahead. Amy, your lunchbox. Get an answer, guys. Lunchbox. Uh, lunchbox. Some 41. No, there's a number in it. It's nine days. Nine days called, what? The, the artist is nine days. Oh. It's called Absolutely Story of a Girl. Yeah, mm. we wouldn't have gotten that. Never. One no. left, and I don't know if anybody's going to get this one. Oh, no. Oh, I'm going to get this one then. Well, I'll take a tie. <laughs> I like to shock the world. All right, here we go. Say something, I'm giving up on you. I'll give you this hint. They played our show. They played this song. Yes, on our show. I remember them. Two guys. Turn it, turn it up a little bit. Oh, I, I remember this jam. Eddie. Eddie. I don't know for sure, but I think it's magic. That is incorrect. Oh, no! no! Yeah! Play it! Can we talk it out? Yeah. Okay, Lunchbox. 
Is it like magicians? No. <laughs> Why did no. Eddie think it was magic? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. They played it. Do you remember this, Lindfox? Nope. Never heard of this. These people, I've never seen them in my life. <laughs> yes, you have. I mean, Amy, I don't remember who came in last week. Well, I was thinking of those, like, seaside guys. But that no, was it, that's recent. not that's C4th. Yeah. Yeah, they did not play that. <sighs> okay. I mean, I, I mean, I couldn't even give you a guess. Need an answer, guys. Say something, I'm up on you. <laughs> I'm not, what? <laughs> Say something. I'm in love with you. All right, guys, I didn't answer. Um, Say something. Three, two, one. Magicians. Magicians. <laughs> it's a great big world. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. We have right. a tie. A tie is like kissing world. your sister. Yay. Yay. I'll take yes, it. We did it. I'll we take a tie. Sister. Yeah, that's yes. better than losing. Absolutely. But nobody gets their money. No. I know, I know. Mm. Hey, we played a game, wasted everybody's uh. time. There is no winner. <laughs> All right, let's go over and talk to Michelle in Austin. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi, great. How are you? Really good. Do you live in Austin? I do. Long time listener since before you went national. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, thank you very much. Well, let me ask you. You watched Breaking Bobby Bones last night. Is that true? Sure did. And your thoughts? Um, I was terrified. <laughs> At the thought of me I, having a show or w- actually watching the show? Uh, no, watching the show and the heights. I am petrified of heights. I give you massive credit. Did you think the show was good? Were you entertained? Yes, it was good. It was entertaining. Uh, I like how you really connect to your viewers um, and that you're willing to try new things. Did you get a chance to watch the second episode when I was driving the big equipment? Nope, not I didn't have a chance for that one yet. Okay. That's that's probably today though, right? Okay, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Got it all queued up. <laughs> all right, well, listen, I, I appreciate you watching and thank you for uh, hitting us up and I know you left a voicemail, but sometimes we like to call people back and let them know we do listen to the voicemails. We do uh, try to call people back and say thank you and we just appreciate you listening to the show and for watching that episode. Oh, well, thank you so much. I enjoy y'all. Anything you'd like to say to Amy? Usually Amy's the star of the show. Is there anything you'd like to say to Amy while we have you here? (laughs) Oh, I just love your stories about your kids and just your upbeat, positive personality. There you go. Thank you. Now now you made Amy feel good today, and that was the plan. (laughs) All right. Hey, Michelle, thank you, and hopefully we'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay, thanks. All right, bye-bye. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Congratulations to Jimmy Allen. He got married to his longtime love, Alexis Gale. Lainey Wilson says Dolly Parton and Leanne Womack are her biggest influences. My main influences have to be Dolly Parton and Leanne Womack. They're my girls. I feel like I love Leanne's voice so much because she reminds me a lot of Dolly. And it's just the delivery that Dolly has that's just mesmerizing. But I look up to her in a lot of different ways. I think if we were all a little bit more like Dolly Parton, we'd be doing good. Matt Ramsey talks about the random lyric in Old Dominion's latest song, I Was on a Boat That Day. And I remember I said I was drunk as a skunk eating lunch with a cross-eyed bear. That just came out. I don't know why. It was the rhythm that I heard. And, you know, then Shane in particular was like, I know you were joking, but that is the line. No discussion. That is what we're going with. (laughs) I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. 
In honor of National EMS Week a couple weeks ago, some essential workers in North Carolina were treated to a new pair of shoes. Hundreds of free pairs of sneakers were given away to essential workers and first responders in Asheville as a thank you after a tough year. I mean, listen, shoes are great. I don't care who you are. You get a new pair of good shoes, that is the ultimate gift. Veteran Services of the Carolinas and D1 Training partnered up to just show gratitude, so shout out to them. Aside from being an essential worker, the only requirement for the free shoes is to write a personal letter to one of the more 400 veterans isolated in homes in North Carolina. So it was really about being appreciated, but also showing appreciation back to the veterans. Love that. Pretty cool little, little deal, huh? Yeah, it's thoughtful. Wanted to do I share that with you guys. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Parker McCollum. Parker, how are you, bud? I'm really good now. How are you? Dude, I'm good. It's... uh. I'm always impressed when you show up, and we heard you singing. A little, we do a little sound check before you come on, and he just—he's good, right? Yeah. Thank you. Just as some days. You what think? if one day someone came in and we we're like, "Hey, man, we heard you doing sound check. Wasn't that good?" Yeah. Quite so honestly, what? we thought no it more be show. Yeah. Since you have your guitar, why don't you take us back and do a little bit of Pretty Heart for us? Yes. Yeah, it's sure. like a verse and a chorus. Parker McCollum is here right now. I didn't think I was a bad guy I knew that you were good You were golden on the inside And you loved me the best you could I'm the one that dropped the ball Got you high and let you fall Let the best thing I ever had slip away and what does that say about me? I could do you like I did That I could break an angel's wings What does that say about me? That I stood there like a fence post As you drove off in your car And what does that say about me Now that I've broke you're pretty hard You're pretty hard Nice. Man, you sound so good. Yeah. Parker McCollum. Thank you. Dang, is that the Eddie? Yeah. yeah. That's good, man. Yeah. Thank you. That's good. I watched your Instagram story. Your girlfriend, mm-hmm. is she living with you? or She, she is. Just, okay. And was that a big step for you guys? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, we went from living long or dating long distance for two years to living together. But she's like the easiest, sweetest, most wonderful human being ever. So I think anybody could live with her. Did you live with her in Texas? No, sir. So this was it. Like when you moved this here, it. it was the first time. How this did that it. conversation go? Was it just like, hey, we're going to do this, right? Well, she we- she had always said, you know, she, she's like, we're not going to live together until we're married. Um, and I was like, that's fine. I'll squeeze out every last day of living. I love living by myself, you know. And I was like, I'll squeeze out every last day I can. And then uh, I bought that house just south of town. And she was like, well, she's going to nursing. <laughs> she just started nursing school here. So she was like, well, I guess I'll. I guess I'll move in, you know, I don't want to pay for an apartment and when I'm going to be here all the time and all that, so I thought. So, and it's going good. That's great. Have you learned anything about yourself and living with another person? You know, I've been, we've been on the road the past few weeks, so since we moved into the house, I really haven't, but no, I haven't learned anything about myself. So for me, I learned I'm probably a little messier than I thought. When it, when I was super clean, so I'm the opposite. I felt that way too, Yeah, but I, I felt like I was super clean too until I got Kaylin, and I was like, I leave clothes everywhere. 
Like, yeah. and so it's not dirty, but if I, I'll walk in the house and I just take all my clothes off immediately. So it's just like, and I just throw them on the floor. I love that. And then I, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And I'll come back around and grab them. But I realized, man, maybe I'm, I'm a little sloppier than I thought, but you're just perfect. No, no, no. Lots of, uh, lots of flaws. We just hide them really well. Let me know? ask you this. This is a situation we have in my house. Would you, or would she in a pinch use the other person's toothbrush? Sure. Sure, he answered that so quickly. So you have. I mean, I would rather have clean teeth and then just have to like swallow the fact that I used her toothbrush. Mm. I mean, if you're going to be kissing each other, what's different than rubbing the brush? But I'm not licking the back of her teeth, like really trying to get the plaque off of it. You're not? No, that's not my style. (laughs) Maybe you you young guys. I thought everybody was doing that. You guys are doing it different (laughs) these days, huh? All right, tell me about To Be Loved by You. This is the current single, but it's not on Hollywood Gold. It is not. It's on the record that comes out this summer called Gold Chain Cowboy. You just. That's the gold. That's why I'm confused. You got yeah. gold in everything. No, I was. It really bugged me, and man, and I, I just got to get over things like that. That's whatever. what it is. I was confused by it, but I went with it. Yeah. It's on the record that it's coming out. That it you is. let Twitter decide the title of this record because I, I also did. voted in this poll. Thank you. I voted for Gold Chain Cowboy. By the way, <laughs> thank you. It uh, made it. Tell me about to be loved by you. To be loved by you. That was um, my merch guy, Lane Peace, and I were in the tr- in my truck headed to bus call one day in Austin, and uh, we we're going on the road. And Hallie Ray and I were going through it a little bit at the time. Um, and I said out loud, um, kind of being funny, kind of being serious, I was like, "Man, what does a man have to do to be loved by that girl?" And he was like, "Oh, you should write that down." And people say that all the time, and I'm like, "That's dumb." But it was good, and uh, and so I went to the, I wrote it down, and when we got to the bus, I we have a little mini like parlor guitars, uh, Baby Martin on the back of the bus, and sat down and um, didn't write anything down. I just like sang the first verse and chorus. It just how it came out on the recording is how it is in the song, and uh, never wrote it down, um, and then didn't think anything of it. And I was writing with my buddy Red Akins here in town probably like two weeks later and I was like man I I really don't want to write today so let's make this quick let's just finish this thing that I've started and um, his eyes kind of lit up when I played it and he was like yeah let's let's do it so we wrote a second verse and that was a song so you said I don't feel like writing today let's just do this real quick <laughs> chop chop <Yeah. laughs> hey Rhett yeah. let's Come go chop 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 yeah. I did see a tweet about you you said you wrote hell of a year in the drive through of a Whataburger mm-hmm. I'm only in Whataburger for like 15 minutes in a drive I don't know what Whataburger you're going through. I, I, no, the same one that you wrote this at, I lived right by. William Kenyon 35. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't write the whole song in the Okay, got through. it, got yeah. it, got it. It was like 2 a.m., and I'd been writing that, that record that that song's on probably wrong, and I was in the middle of writing it, and uh, had gone to eat real late at night and wrote, I think, the first, the chorus and the first verse in the drive through and just kind of, the next morning I woke up, and it was in my phone and finished it. The next morning. So God, I read it, it like he wrote an entire song <laughs> waiting for his order at Whataburger. As long as they take it, it's certainly possible. But it's worth it every time. Your current EP, Hollywood Gold, is out now. It has six songs on it. It has Pretty Heart on it, which was your first number one. There's also another song called Hallie Ray Light. So you wrote that song about your girlfriend? That's a funny story. Okay, I'd like to hear it because I don't know it. Um, so my buddy Gus West is a real good cowboy out of West Texas. We were playing a rodeo he puts on out there. Uh, this is like three or four years ago now. Uh, and he had been telling me about this girl named Hallie Ray Light, and he was like, you got to meet this girl. I'd never seen a picture or anything, but just the name. I remember being like, Hallie Ray Light, it's got to go in a song. Um, long story short, she ended up coming to a show. We, she was going to Oklahoma State, Stillwater, Oklahoma. We played there at the Tumbleweed. She came to the show. It was my first night ever on a tour bus. And so I don't think 
you like anybody else on their first night of tour bus, you probably thought you were a little cooler than you really are. She didn't stay very long. Um, <laughs> she didn't think very much of, of me. And, uh, but I thought a lot of her. And uh, I was hollering at her for like nine months. She would just would not even give me the time of day. But I was writing that song, Hallie Ray Light, the whole time that she was ignoring me. Um, and so it's, uh, it was, yeah, it was like nine or 10 months. I think I was after her pretty, pretty steady and she finally came around. And so the song originally ends with goodbye, Hallie Ray light. And then when she came around, I changed it to also saying, it says goodbye, the second chorus, but it ends with good night. And what does she think about you? writing a song about her, but then putting her name in it, then release, and I mean, it's a whole thing. Does she like that? I think so. She didn't say, when I, when she heard the song, I remember I was like, oh, it's going to be great. She's going to listen to it. Like we'd cut it in the studio. It's all mastered, ready for the record. And she listened to it and she was like, oh, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's funny. That's funny. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Parker McCollum. Hey, tell me about this new song, Drinking. Drinking. Um, that's an older song, man. Wait, I, it's older. It's older. This says new. no, 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 no. It's it's new now. But when I wrote it, oh my god, it was, I'm about to be like yeah. I'm the worst interviewer ever. <laughs> no, I thought no, no. I just saw you. Okay, go ahead. As far as the so there's like this vault that the record has and Warner Chapel has of these of everything I've written, and I feel like all the good songs I've written aren't in them because I don't turn them in. Um, but this is one that got turned in. I finished with my buddy Lee Miller. Um, but man, I was again. I, I like self-sabotage in the past to like be sad and write sad country songs <laughs> and uh as terrible as that sounds it's true that's funny but it were it's worked a couple times and um and drinking was one that's super late night up writing songs doing things i shouldn't have been doing and uh uh and drinking came out of it kind of a verse and chorus thing and again never thought anything about it and i was writing with lee miller one day and i was like I want to write today. Let's make this quick. So, chop, chop. Um, chop, 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 chop guy who has a lot of number ones. <laughs> yeah, 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 and he's just a monster writer. And but I did not. That was our first time ever we hanging out, so I didn't know that at the time. I go home and I'm like, God, you're an idiot. You know, like try hard, dude, and uh, put some effort in. And but it's it's fine because this song it's great and it, it came out and I thought it ended up turning out really well. But um, all the people in it are real people, and which like all all the songs that I write are, and they're all true. And I lived them, and unfortunately, I live this one too. So let me get. It's an old song, but it is new to us. Yes, I just wrote. I wrote it summer of 2018. So to me, that's old. I feel like got it. I was about to go. If I screw this up, no, you're doing great. Thank you. He's he's coaching me through. (laughs) He's like, man, you're doing great at this interview. Thank you. Okay, got it. Did you know? Fun fact: Lee Miller wrote a bunch of Raging Idiot songs. Eddie and myself. Really? Yeah, number one comedy songs. He's a monster, man. And it's weird because when we write, he'll like. I remember the first couple times I wrote with him. He didn't say anything for like an hour. And I'm like, is he alive? You know, like, <laughs> is he breathing over there? And then all of a sudden he just, he's like, yeah, what about this? And you're like. <laughs> he needed your encouragement. Like I just got. And like, now I feel like I'm top of the world. I can do any interview. Such a talented guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's hear a little bit of drinking. Can you play cool. some of that for sure. us? Well, sorry, baby, I've been drinking. I tend to ramble when I do well, Sorry, baby, I've been drinking Got the life I wanted and he got you well, If he ever leaves you lonely Nobody else 
chance that you still want me You know damn well I need some help I'm tired of drinking I'm tired of drinking by myself Come on, that's really good Thank you, sir. Yeah. Parker McCollum. Thank you, guys. Hey, what's, great. what's the <laughs> made me feel very good. <laughs> we tried. What's the goal the rest of the year for you? I know you're out on the road. You're with Dirks. You are you doing other shows, your shows mm-hmm. as well? Yeah, well, we kind of they're kind of weaved in between that tour. So I think that tour is only like Thursday, Friday, Saturday every week. I could be totally wrong about that. I have no idea, and I have no idea where we're playing or where we're going on that tour. Um, but I will be there and, uh, <laughs> which is the case most of the time. Yeah. I never know where we're going. Um, but what we'll do, like we're headlining like Dos Equis Pavilion in Dallas in between that tour, um, and stuff like that. So you're just a, you're just a road warrior, man. Yeah. I like to be. Do you, I mean, is that, do you feel comfortable on a bus? Can you sleep? Do you, can oh, hundred percent. I love, I'm, I'm a bus guy. Like there's, they always say there's like, there's bus guys and there's, or gals, um, or other um and they. uh and and bus guy gal they they yeah um and um <laughs> and so it's it's I'm a, I'm a bus guy man i love uh i love to be on my bus and they're expensive so i'm like well i wouldn't i want to be on the damn thing you yeah you're paying for it <laughs> yeah and i sleep great i always say the best sleep you get in your whole life is on a bus i mean it's ice cold ac it's pitch black the motor hums you to sleep i mean it's ideal except when it's rolling i get you gotta sleep on driver's side so you're with the roll of the driver well here's the thing i'm gonna flex on you a little bit i have star bunk yes. i have the you know i, I just the... got rid of it i didn't like it what do you I mean just, i just i had a star i had one for like three weeks and i didn't like sleeping on the back of the bus so you sleep in the middle of the bus bunk. i got a condo bunk well i don't know what's a condo bunk you know like bunks the regular size are kind of small mm-hmm. well, they, like there's three in each row deal well you can take one out and so there's two so you have more oh, headspace yeah more headspace and, oh. it, and it feels way bigger but sleeping in between the axles versus on top of the back axle is much better well all i know is i get back there and i get in the bed and i'm like yep i'm in the star bunk and then all of a sudden i'm just shaking all over the place <laughs> yeah, and i'm dude, like this sucks star coaches are rough I, for like three weeks i was like i was like man why am i not sleeping good and i was like it's because i'm not sleeping so when I get that little curtain closed in that bunk, dude, it's, <laughs> I was going to say it's party time, but it's, that's not party time. It's sleep time. All right. Listen, uh, I'm, he's my favorite new artist, Parker McCollum. Follow him at Parker McCollum. He's got six songs on Hollywood Gold. And later, later this year, Gold Chain Cowboy comes out. Yeah. July. Is that official? I think it's official. All right. There he is. Parker McCollum. <laughs> cool. Thank you guys. Good to see you, my friend. There he is. <laughs> Would you eat chocolate covered cicadas? Amy? No. Would you no. eat chocolate covered cicadas? A Maryland cicadas. company's adding some no. crunch to their no. candy this year. A Maryland company's adding some crunch to their candy this year. Chocolate covered cicadas to celebrate the 17 year reappearance of the cicadas. To celebrate the 17 year reappearance of the noisy insects. Before being air dried and dropped into the milk or dark chocolate. Before being air dried and dropped into the milk or dark chocolate. How much? Hey, can it's we get a, some spin the wheel? No, we're not. No, no. It's a spin the wheel. No, no, no. I do not want to. I'm not eating this. Can we order chocolate covered cicadas? My knees is Can we order chocolate covered cicadas? If we can, let's get possible. If we can, let's get some. I bet you they're pretty good. I've eaten chocolate covered ants before. They're pretty good. 
I've eaten chocolate covered ants before. I've had termite pizza. That's the same as You know, and you're all going to Yeah, but I didn't want to. You know, and you're all going to Yeah, but I didn't want to. I was entomology class. We had like entomology class. We had he had like potluck day. Let me just. I'll find out if we can order some. I'll update you later. I'll find out if we can order some. I'll update you later. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Well, if you love spicy chicken sandwiches and you love Pringles, boy, do I have the treat for us. Because I do like both of those. Me too. Well, Wendy's and Pringles, they've teamed up for a spicy chicken sandwich chip Pringles. Oh, I would have liked more of a Pringle sandwich than I would a, a chip. Oh, really? I, yeah. I like the chip tasting like the spicy chicken sandwich. So you wanted to roll through the Wendy's <laughs> drive-thru and order a bun with Pringles on the inside? No, but you said spicy chicken. I think a spicy chicken sandwich with crushed up Pringles oh, breaded. on it. Oh, good idea. I think like you might breaded. be on to something. Mm-hmm. Uh, this new product will be available nationwide beginning in June. And as a bonus, every can is going to come with a code that will get you a free spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Well, we're in June now, so apparently it is ready. Oh, to yeah, go. that's we can, right. We can leave <laughs> we're right here. after. We're here. It's June. It. Yes. It's crazy. It snuck up on me. So video gaming, it's it's like, it's a thing now. I mean, You can just call it gaming, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, video game coaching is, I guess, why I had video on the brain mm-hmm. or coaches for gamers is now a thing. And there's a startup company that's helping gamers level up. So that if you want to take your skills to the next level, you can pay someone to be your coach $15 to $200 an hour, depending on what skill level you need. And boom, you can be better at gaming. Well, you can make a lot of money if you're really good. You can also get scholarships to some colleges. Yes. Same thing with certain sports. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's, crazy. there's esports pros. There's Twitch streamers. And then there's also those that just want to do well recreationally. Like I would probably, if I were still in the middle, I don't play NBA 2K at all anymore. <laughs> I wish I had time. I have, I have no time. But in the midst of it, when I'm getting dominated, I'm I'm not too good to hire a coach. Anything I want to do, I will take like constructive help from anyone. Mm-hmm. But Eddie, do you still play? Oh yeah, every weekend. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I take coach too. Man, can you imagine? Like I'd be dominating. Like, how did this guy get so good? He probably has a coach. I would have thought you had some sort of like hack if if you started being good. All right, what else? So I have the best country rap songs of the past 20 years, according to USA Today. Rap songs. Okay. Like country rap collabs. Dirt Road Anthem has got to be number one. Jason Aldean, Ludacris did a version two with him. It's close, but I feel like you're forgetting one that could easily be number one as well, and it is. Tim McGraw Nelly, but that wasn't a country song. Why not? It was a pop song. They didn't play it on country? Mm Mm-mm. Are Which you one? Because sure? it's over, over and over again. again. I think that was a pop song. My head. Well, this is number one. Country rap songs. Okay. I agree. This is better than Dirt Road Anthem. Okay. I'll start with five and we'll build back up to okay. that one. Uh, Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, Old Town Road. Yeah. Not a country song. It was fine. We played it here. Sure, we did because we were being funny. But I'm yeah. saying it didn't chart country. Country can be whatever you feel it is, honestly. Mm-hmm. If it's an authentic message, I feel like... That represents what country music is. And there is such thing as country hip-hop. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going, and it may be wrong for doing this, country charts. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, but five is Lil Nas X. Go ahead. Four. four. Kid Rock Cowboy. Okay. Is that a country rap song? Maybe look. Maybe in revisionist history, because it wasn't then. Maybe now, because he's kind of associated himself with a country brand, we think it's... Yes, I struggle with that one. What else? Okay, at three, Florida Georgia Line featuring Nelly Cruz. 
So two Nellies, huh? Yeah. Okay, and? I like it. Jason Aldean, Dirt Road Anthem at number two with Ludacris. Smoke blowing out the window and yeah. all my problems. And then but also number- Aldean raps, too. Yeah, he does. Like, he's not getting credit for that. Aldean's like, he said, she said, I'll put you in the face. Yeah, boys in blue. Put you in the face. Put you in the face. And? Tim McGraw and Nelly over and over. It's an interesting list. It's probably just someone's idea of what's country music to them. Yeah, I think... Because I wouldn't put Kid Rock Cowboy as a country song in any way whatsoever. Well, I, when I read more of what they... That was the headline, best country rap songs, but when I read more about it, it was where rap and R&B meet southern roots uh, of country. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like combining those uh, the genres. The Raging Idiot Starbucks. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a rap big, right there. Big hit. Yeah. All right, Amy, is that it? <laughs> I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this kid was in the hospital, Noah Keith. He's supposed to be at graduation, though. And so his medical team was like, you know what? Maybe we could do something for him since he can't go there. And they decided to throw graduation at the hospital. Even though he was still a patient, they allowed him to put on his cap and gown. And he had a private ceremony with everybody there, got some gifts. And even though he missed walking across the stage with his friends, he still had an event at the hospital and got his diploma like a few hours after. I saw another story similar about a wedding where like one of, I think it was the, maybe the bride had like a heart issue and they had to stop the wedding. And so she has to go to the hospital, but then everybody just went to the hospital basically. Oh. And had a, like, it was a small wedding anyway, and they basically had the wedding at the hospital. That sounds like a TV show. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Like it was a real thing. Mm -hmm. In my mind, I'm like, how'd they get in with COVID? Like I can't go anywhere (laughs) with two people. Like I had to go to the doctor for some, you know, some brain stuff. And they were like, Caitlin cannot come in. I'm like, what? Why not? We're in masks. But thought it was a great story that the hospital let them do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a good story too. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. There's a company that is making chocolate-covered cicadas in Maryland. We have found that we can buy these. Limited edition 2021 cicada chocolates. We're going to order the chocolate and spice kind. Ooh, spice. Uh, $22 for a, for a dozen. And we're ordering milk chocolate with base spice. I don't like yes. dark chocolate. So we're going to order these. I don't know how long it takes to get in. We'll spin the wheel. You're on the wheel too, right? Absolutely. Okay. Why I would I suggest a bit and not be a yeah. part of it? Why would you do I that? I mean, yeah. yes. You've never done that before. Oh, if I do not choose overnight. Oh, we can get these pretty quick, Mikey. <laughs> Mike's pulling it up here. He's putting in, okay, shipping rates. First class, five bucks. Next day, $36. No, let's go, let's go with that today. <laughs> That's a lot for next day. <laughs> let's you can hold get, off. Let's just try to get it here for this week at some point. Okay, we're going to get the chocolate-covered cicadas and eat them later on this week. Okay? Good? Yeah. Are you not in? I have to be in, but I don't want to be. I mean, do I, do I have to be? Nobody ever I wants to be put. If, if you're morally opposed to eating chocolate-covered cicadas, we will take you off the wheel. Morally opposed. Yes. Amy. Come on. I need Come to pray on. about it. Morgan? <laughs> I'm not on the wheel because I'm vegetarian, right? Like, I, I can't Are eat insects this. meat? No. Yes. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah it's an animal. Let me ask Mike D. Hold on. Who's also a vegetarian? Well, I'm a vegan, so I oh. would be out because of the milk chocolate. Oh. But I think they're still vegetarian. So yes. vegetarian. Why? No chance. It's literally meat. It's a, it's an animal. It's an animal. Oh, Prove man. that it has meat like, in it. It will literally make me vomit. It doesn't have to do with <laughs> meat, Okay, Morgan, guys. you're out. Okay. What? A vegetarian? Does that do with meat? It's an animal. Right? No, it has I think to do with an meat. animal. I think meat's the difference. Because what's... It's an insect. 
Oh. Regardless. Well, I don't know, guys. Morgan has taken herself off the wheel. No problem yeah. with that. Ray, are you raising your hand for something? Yeah, can I be off the wheel too? Uh, keto violation with chocolate. No, I don't uh, think so, uh, bro. Uh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's I only know. one bite. Uh, Ray's in. I'm in. I'm in. Eddie's in. I'm not scared. I don't want it, but I'm not going to come up. Wait, hold on. What can, I don't have an excuse. Keto. I don't, I don't eat Allergic. eyes. Amy? Whatever. That's my girl. There we go. All right. I, All right. Let's go over and do the morning corny. Here we go. The morning corny. What do you call a snowman temper tantrum? What do you call a snowman temper tantrum? A meltdown. Nice. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Nice I like that one. That was the morning corny. So a mountain lion got into these people's house because the mountain lion apparently saw the taxidermy heads on the wall. Oh, he thought his friends were there. No. no, he thought he could find food. Yeah, his friends. Oh. Come on. <laughs> what do you think this is? <laughs> Noah's Ark, Lion's King? I don't think they think like that, Amy. <laughs> I, clearly not. I guess now what y'all are saying makes more sense. But I <laughs> The mountain lion apparently thought they were live animals. Wow. To hang out with. <laughs> to eat. <laughs> yeah, dinner. Dang. Authorities in Northern California said a mountain lion broke through a window and entered a home after apparently confusing some taxidermy hit heads for live prey. Wow, that is crazy. Dude, how bummed was he when he got in there? <laughs> <laughs> Try to bite a deer. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what the? I wonder if there's still some sort of a scent associated with the the taxidermied animal. Because you would think he would be like, I see them, but why don't I smell them? They smell like styrofoam. Because I've heard their sense of smell is like so crazy that, that I figure he might be confused why he, why he doesn't smell them. Were we talking on this show about dogs being able to see more colors than humans can? Or animals? They have different cones in their eyes? I don't think so. Yeah. No. It must have been I, in your other show. It must have been yeah, a conversation been, with yeah. your friends. Well, maybe. <laughs> Listen. Awkward. I just know I don't see well. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times it'll come up where I'll just start researching stuff. And I don't know where that conversation was. but So what is it? They dogs see- have different and more cones in their eyes. And they can see more colors. Oh, that's cool. Than other Oh, and because for a long time we thought dogs saw in black and white. Or at least that's what I heard, but that's just But also, we don't know that colors are the same. The color that I see as blue may not be blue to you. Yeah, this is, is always a different shade of blue, we, yeah. No, not different shade. It could be yellow nah. to you. But you labeled it blue. But there's no way for us to know the difference because we can't see through other people's eyes. Right. Yeah, but I'm confident right now. Do you look at that Bobby Bone Show sign and you see blue? Do you see blue? Yes, but what You're he's saying is it could really be red, but he calls red blue. You're missing the point here. I am. Yeah. That's true. okay, though. You know what? That's, <laughs> it's another day, another time. Uh, you ever see the meme? I was thinking, too, Lion King, where they're like, uh, it's like, all right, he's just killed your father. And it shows the warthog and the guy, and they're like, but Hakuna Matata. <laughs> you know what? Just live. Hey, don't worry about anything. And they, they take him down the, in the woods. It means no worries. Yeah, whatever it means. <laughs> but they're like, yes, we understand that uh, your uncle just killed your father to try to take over. But hey, Hakuna Matata! Hey. You ever see that meme? No. You guys don't go to the same places no. I go to. Nope. Right, so you tried on your dress for my wedding. And? And it fits like a glove. Yeah. So we're good to go. I mean, I may need to get it altered a little bit, like in length. But other than that, I feel pretty good about it. They wanted me to come in and test my suit out. I was like, I'm not where I'm going to be body-wise. What do you mean? Oh, you're going to change. You yeah. got to lose more weight? Well, I have to. No, oh. you don't have oh, to. Oh, boy. Huh. No. I just, just for my stomach. I got to do, <laughs> gotta do like 10,000 sit-ups. I got to do 10,000 sit-ups. <laughs> um, Eddie got invited. We're doing a couple shower. And so 
Your question is, do you have to get another gift? Yeah, because I, I already got your wedding gift. I was one of the first when you registered to get mm-hmm. your wedding gift. And, I mean, it was a nice gift. And then now I get an invitation to a shower. And I'm like, whoa, wait a second. Because a shower is getting showered with gifts, right? So what's the Is that what this? that is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. You get oh. showered with gifts and love. Yeah. I don't know. The gifts really are like spoons. I don't feel like they're like gift gifts. They are gifts. Yeah, gifts. Stuff you register for. Yeah, I guess. So, what's the deal? I mean, to answer, I do, well, do you want to answer it? You don't have to, no. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Why uh, would you have to get two gifts? Well, I, well. Okay, do this. Just get me something that I would like. Ooh. Something okay. just, just between you and me. Well, because it's a couple shower, apparently. Yeah. And so, I will be showing up to this one. Because Caitlin had a wedding shower in Oklahoma. Went back to Oklahoma this weekend. And I wasn't invited to that one. I played golf with her, with her dad and um, her sister's fiance. And so at the very end, we made an appearance. We're like, hey, met a few folks. Um, was there when she opened the gifts part of it. But that wasn't for me to be. It was all all, yeah. all the women's. Um, but this one is like couples. So I would encourage you to get me something. <laughs> and then Eddie's wife gets Caitlin something? No, they already got something like, yeah. from the registry. Okay. And you give it to me secretly, too, so it doesn't uh, look. That sounds like trouble, man. <laughs> I don't know about all this. It gets fishier and fishier <laughs> as it goes. <laughs> Uh, but no, I don't think you have to get another another gift. Okay, so just go and party. Yeah, I'll check with the ball. What? what? Well, I was going to say Eddie should bring a gift of some sort, not just for you. He got us a juicer. I know. All right, well, what do you need, Bones? You need forks? No, I, like, I don't know. Spoons? Like some Nike workout shorts? <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin would kill me if I did that. Uh, also, I've been talking about if I'm going to wear a little, just a little bit of makeup at the wedding. Because I wear it all the time for TV, and I'm like, it actually makes you look better. And so we talked about A-Rod coming out with a makeup line for men. It's basically just if you have a cut or a zit, you put it on and it covers it up, which I think is fantastic. So Lunchbox went out to talk to people on the streets, and here is what they said. Here's clip one. Would you wear makeup? No. Okay, but let's say one of your boys comes to you and says, hey, man, A-Rod's got this new makeup line. I think I'm going to start wearing it. I mean, that's cool if he wants to wear it. Really? If he wants to wear it. I don't know. I guess we get boobs and everything else next. I guess we'll get boobs and everything else. That's Is that what he said? Yeah, that's the natural progression of concealer and then boobs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here is clip number two. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I mean, hey. But why no? It's a man's in the world. My man anyways. So if you came home, you saw him putting on makeup, what happens? He got to go. Oh, wow. He got wow. to go. Wow. You're out of here. That's a deal breaker. Huh. All right, and here's clip three. Would you wear makeup? Nah, I've never. <laughs> Who's going to buy that? I mean, somebody will, but it ain't, it's not going to be me. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think the question is asked unfairly. Just would you wear makeup? Because I would say no to that, too. But would you wear makeup if there are bright lights on you and you're putting on, on camera? Uh, yeah, I have to. Would you wear it for your wedding if you want to look good in pictures? Yeah, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> That's my answer there, too. All right. Thank you. We still haven't come to a conclusion on this. Yeah. I think what I'm going to have to do is how I'm going to get gifts from Eddie and secretly have someone just put a little. Because I have like. She will know. I have like zits sometimes. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. How do she'll, I... see, she'll see it. <laughs> she's going to be so close to you. And yeah. she, you're going to be saying your vows. And she's going to be thinking, he's wearing makeup. <laughs> yeah, but she can't stop it. I won't see her all day, right? <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. So, voila. Yeah. That's what I do. She'll walk up and I go, voila, makeup. <laughs> just like that. Um, at Caitlin's shower in Oklahoma this weekend, she did a recipe shower. She didn't even ask for gifts because we have all the gifts. And some of those people bought gifts for the wedding. So people brought her their favorite recipes that they had either written down on cards. Or some people brought her cookbooks. 
That's such a good idea. Yes. Which I thought, but except we had to pack it all up to bring it back home. You load up about 30 cookbooks. Oh, yeah. See how heavy, heavy that is. Yeah. Yeah. Shoulders a little sore. Mm-hmm. I bet you <laughs> Get a little yeah. workout in. You did all of them. I probably carried most of them because I, I was told that was my job when I went. That's why I popped in to help carry all the <laughs> gifts out. It's the only reason you went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go over and talk to Ashley in Massachusetts, who's on the phone. Ashley, how are you? Good morning. How are you? Good morning, studio. Morning. Hi. So I was calling in in reference um, to the makeup comment. Okay. What do you want to say? So if you are comfortable and you're confident wearing it, I think more power to you. I think that you should wear it. Your pictures are going to last you for the rest of your life. And if you want to look good in them and you think you look good wearing makeup, I think you should go for it. Yeah, see? And I'm not wearing eyeshadow. I'm not wearing blush. But if I did, good for me. Did you let this call come through? Yes. So (laughs) the other thing is, is my husband sometimes wears my concealer and he sometimes wears my tinted moisturizer. I wear like a B&B cream. He's a... He's an ER physician, and sometimes when he's working a bunch of overnights and he looks tired, he likes to just kind of put it on to make himself look a little refreshed. Interesting. Huh. Wow. <laughs> what, else is, what else does he put on of yours? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you're making jokes. <laughs> but people can make jokes about me, too. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I, put, I don't wear it for fun. I wear it because I have to. But also, I just wonder, you know, does he do a little, what's that thing called? Uh, mascara. Mascara. <laughs> the eyelashes. Because some, what? What did you say there? Actually, dark eyelashes. I'm very jealous of them, so she doesn't have to. Well, thank you for your call. Listen, I believe people should wear what they want to wear, whatever makes them feel good. And for me, just a little blush and kissy, let me feel just right. (laughs) All right, thank you, Ashley. Have a great day. (laughs) All right, bye-bye. Bye, Bye, you guys. Bye-bye, bye-bye. Let's do voicemail number one from last night. Hey, Bobby. Hey, studio. I just want to give Bobby a huge shout-out for Breaking Bobby Bones. I watched it last night, and, man, it was so cool. Like, I honestly got kind of like that move that bus kind of vibe, you know, giving people just, like, an opportunity to grow their business or see their family and just you sharing other people's journeys and stories. So cool. Huge fan of the show. Keep it up and can't wait to be watching every Sunday night. Thank you. Every Sunday night now. Last night, the Monday night, was a special but uh, Sunday nights it comes on. And it's interesting that she mentions Move That Bus because that was really the motivation for the end part of Breaking Bobby Bones. Because at the end of Home Makeover, they'd be like, move that bus! And they'd move the bus and you'd be like, Aah! And that was like, we got to have that move that bus element. And that's exactly what there is now. Eddie came over last night. We had yeah. some friends come over at 9 o'clock. And I was like, oh boy, it's late. <laughs> but Eddie showed up. And we watched it until 10, watched both episodes. Eddie's been at both of the parties. It was great, man. I'm going to ask you a question, though. Am I going to cry at the end of every episode? Possibly. I would say probably. Okay. More times than not. Okay, because I've already seen the first one like three times now, and it's still at the very end. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. Yeah. It's... We sought out to give back at the end. So good, dude. Hey, I'm so proud of you, too. I mean, this is a big deal that you have your own TV show. Like, I... I'm sitting there watching it with you. I'm like looking at you half the time being like, this is amazing. Like, and I'm sitting there going, please get good ratings. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, I almost can't even enjoy it because I'm like, come on. I hope enough people are watching this. When do you find out? If I, not for days. Okay. That's tough. Because what they have now are like plus threes, which is like after the show airs, plus three days, plus sevens. Mm. And so ratings are more than just an overnight. It's how many people watch the stream in a week. So you're going, I, I don't it's, you know, 2027, you're like, okay, what are the, these are plus six years we're waiting. So the, it's just a weird thing. Yeah. But uh, hopefully soon. Uh, thank you. By the way, thanks for all the support last night, you guys watching and 
Instagram storying and tweeting. I really appreciate that. I was reading a story this morning about an airplane had a bat in it. And if you're up in the air. <laughs> oh, gosh. And there's a bat flying around the cabin. What do you want the plane to do? Um, I wanted them to just catch the bat and okay. put it away and we continue on. So you would like the flight attendant to come out with a net. Mm-hmm. Something. And run down the aisle. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Trying to catch the bat. Yeah. I don't want to land and do all that just for a bat. I mean, I think I'd probably want to land. Oh, really? No. I think because you're in such an enclosed space, if that bat bites somebody, mm-hmm, that that's trouble. Right. And if you get bit by a bat, you'd have to take multiple shots to your stomach. Rabies. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And over a long period of time. I just feel like if everybody stays calm, then the bat will stay calm. I'm, I got news. Hey, wait, this, this just in? Everybody ain't staying calm if there's a <laughs> no, bat in the no cabin. Mm-hmm. I'm not staying calm. I'm under the seat. You ever see the office episode where the bat's flying around your face? <laughs> But a flight to New York had to divert because a live bat made its way onto the plane. The animal flew around the cabin section of the plane mid-flight, much to the surprise of the passengers. Yeah, no crap. I wonder where that flight was. It had to be parked in like a, you know, a a, a garage or something. Cave. Can you imagine? (laughs) Or under a bridge? I mean, it had to be parked somewhere for it to be dark and for a bat to fly in a small gap that was only open momentarily. But the incident occurred. On a flight to New York City last week, this is from the New York Post, the bat wasn't noticed until about a half hour into the flight when it starts flying around the cabin. According to the New York Post, the plane underwent a complete fumigation after it landed, and it was met by wildlife staff. But it turned around mid-flight and had to go back. Dang. That's dude. I mean, would they have done it if it was a little chickadee? What? Like a, bird, a little tiny bird? No, because a little bird yeah, you'd could be probably, fine. you could probably take your hands and put it together, and the bird Aww. runs up in it, then you mm-hmm. save it and pet it. <laughs> yeah. I think somebody adopts it, and then we it's do it and tell me something good. Because of the rabies factor, I guess, yeah. Yeah, bats are no joke. I would say land uh, land the plane now! I wouldn't <laughs> even turn around. Just put the plane down. See the plane crash that happened in the lake? It's that, terrible, Like we, we fish in all the time. There's a plane crash over the weekend. Seven people apparently were on that plane. So mm-hmm. sad. I woke up at like 3 o'clock in the morning. We had just flown back from Oklahoma, and I was like, wait, what? Crazy, huh? Totally. I mean, I hate bumps. I can't imagine that thing. They said the plane was up for like ninety seconds and then went down. Oh, it was a takeoff thing. Yeah, like right after it, it took just off? taken off from Smyrna Airport. Oh. Do you know the about private. it? Your husband's I, a pilot. I well, know. I haven't. I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it. But my friend, our friend Mary, her one of her like close friends knew some of the people on the plane. So really? it's like really sad. She's the one that told me all the details about it, and then I read more, and it's just so tragic. There was like a, like families on the like people kids are left behind like the whole thing is just terrible. But gosh, yes, to be you take off and then were, something must have went terribly like wrong. Obviously. Birds sometimes people I don't know planes hit birds and they have no idea that birds are coming. Like we saw that in New York once where that that plane went down because they had hit birds. Captain Sully was Sully birds? The yeah, yeah. yeah. Was Sully good. was bird. Yeah, I never saw the movie. Geese. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, you have to watch it. I, wa- I mean, I remember when it happened. You don't have to watch it. It's not that. Well, great. you're right. It's not that good. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> I take that back immediately. But you know the you know. The I didn't story. know it was birds. I thought it was like the plane. It was had like a mechanical geese issue or something. Yeah, geese. yeah Canadian geese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two engines were knocked out. Solenberger guided the powerless jet over the Hudson River and glided it down safely. We met him once. Not that nice a guy. <laughs> I think maybe he was having a no, bad no. day. Multiple people have met him and said he's not that nice mm-hmm. a guy. It's such a bummer. I know. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt there. You know what? Give me a mean pilot every day. <laughs> as long as he knows how to land that thing, if That's something right. goes wrong, give me a mean pilot every day. Uh, Eddie did some training because he will have to walk West Virginia to Tennessee. 
You know the song. I'm carrying your love with me. West Virginia down to Tennessee. And months ago, he said, well, that ain't that far to walk. Mm-hmm. And our listener said, okay. So we raised $50,000 for a charity that Eddie's involved with called the Angels, National Angels. National Angels. And so he's going to do it, but you trained after a listener said you should start walking. Yeah, I think on Friday, a listener said, hey, you got to get on the treadmill, set the incline to three, and walk for about five miles every day. So I did it. I started doing that. I've, I've walked 15 miles by now. Um, and, man, I don't, my feet hurt. My calf hurts. I think I pulled a muscle on my quad. Just from walking five miles a day. Pulled a muscle? Yeah. Like, I, I can walk on it. It's fine. But, I mean, it's this is going to be a treacherous training. I didn't realize walking just... Walking like I do every single day is going to be this hard. But, I mean, I'm all in, dude. I bought some Icy Hot. I rub my legs every every day after my training, and I'm going for it. I have some things that Amy bought for me for my birthday I can let you borrow. Like oh, what? You the put leg them on compressions? Your, the leg compression kits? That's what I'm talking about. I can do that. It's going to be harder than you thought. Like, so I, I'm going to the Y on my treadmill, mm-hmm. and I'm there for, like, almost two and a half, three hours. And then people are like, this guy's just walking. What's he doing? But, <laughs> but I mean, this is intense training. So... You have to walk like eight, nine, ten hours a day, right? Yeah, so it's about 20 miles on average a day to hit my goal. 20 miles a day? Yes. So are you tra- how many days a week are you training for the walk? I'm going to do five, six, five to six days a week. I took Sunday off. So I did Friday, Saturday, and Monday, but I took Sunday off. What stinks is it takes forever to do. I mean, you're doing two, three hours a day. No, I know. That's the hard part. I look yeah. at the clock. I'm like, man, I got to get back. But now I got to keep walking on the treadmill. Are you following any sort of training program or are you just making it up? No, basically when the listeners call in and they tell me to do something, that's what I do. <laughs> okay. Because I'm sure there is some sort of a, like when you're training for a, a marathon, there's structured workouts that help you. Uh, Nobody's ever walked West Virginia to Tennessee like this. <laughs> right. You're right. Hey, you're right there's got to be something uh, that he can follow because you don't want to overdo it. Yeah. But I don't think five miles a day is overdoing it right now. Uh, nah. I mean, it's tolerable. My legs do hurt, but it's tolerable. Okay. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Everyone loves a good old pool party, and Randy Brown is 13-year-old in Georgia. He's at a pool party when he hears a mom screaming, My kid's at the bottom of the pool! My kid's at the bottom of the pool! Well, Randy's been on the swim team for years, so he dove in, got the kid, and performed CPR. And he was like, if I wasn't on the swim team, I wouldn't have saved a life. And here's the audio of him talking about it. If I didn't do what I did right there, he might not be here today. And I just thank God that everybody was there. And we had trained professional CPR, certified people that are there for doing CPR. I wonder if people on the swim team have to get, have to learn CPR. It's mm, a good question. Like if you're like on the high school swim team, do you learn CPR just in case because you're always near and around mm. water? Does anybody know? Uh, when no. I was on swim team as a kid for two weeks, I didn't learn CPR. Yeah, but, but that's as a kid kid. We didn't have a swim pool. We didn't have a, point, Mount, like high Mount Pine High School. We had football. We had basketball. And our baseball team, which I played on, we didn't even have a home field. Oh. So we had to play at another school's field for our home. So we definitely didn't have a pool. So that kind of that was like fancy pants sports. But you wouldn't have been a swimmer anyway, right? I don't know. I was never exposed to it. I was pretty good at swimming at the, at the lake. Okay. I guess went from the dock back to the, pretty quick. <laughs> Wait, high schools have swimming teams? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. And did you guys have a school? You probably did. Yeah, we did. School. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't on it, but. We had one pool in the city to share through all like the four high schools or the three high schools. Really? Mm-hmm. But there was that. That was like the community yep. pool. Yep. Well, I, I wonder if high school kids have to learn CPR because they're always around pools. What's his name, Lunchbox? Randy Brown, 13-year-old from Georgia. That's a story. That's it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. 
Let's go over and talk to Virginia, who is in Arkansas. Virginia, thank you for calling the show. What's going on? Hi, good morning, studio. Morning. Oh, I, I watched your show last night, and it was awesome. Oh, thanks. Yeah, mm-hmm. last night, the, the premiere, two episodes of Breaking Bobby Bones, which I tell you, it was late. I'll be honest with you. For East Coast friends, I had to watch it at 10. That's oh, tough. Yeah. I mean, for me to watch it at 9 was, was pretty late. Uh, they obviously are way smarter than I am about knowing where to put shows. But I was like, oh, i to go to bed. <laughs> okay, I was like, well, it's still half hour to the show starts. So it's for a morning person. But we were up. Um, like an Eddie came over. Um, my friend Nick came over. Was, we had like four people show up. And I felt guilty that people came that late. And Caitlin was in a no-win situation, rocking a hard place. Because had she done nothing, I'd have been like, oh, you didn't do anything for him. Nobody came over. We never party. <laughs> but had she had people over, I'd be like, it's too late. They're going to hate me. They don't want to come over this late. So she had to go, well, which way is he going to be least bothered by? And she made the right decision. And although I felt guilty that Eddie was there until 10.20 last night. It's all good. I was like, well, I have to wake up in the morning too. So Yeah. I mean, I don't. do you go to bed earlier than that? I don't. Like I oh, go to, yeah. What time do you go to bed? 8.30. Oh, okay. That's late then. Okay. 8.45. Yeah, I watched it from bed. <laughs> so, so definitely still supported you, but I just, yeah, couldn't be out that late. <laughs> Virginia, do you, you think the Grand Canyon episode was good? Did you get freaked out at all? Oh, yes, I did. I, I saw you and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm shaking and scaring. Oh, my goodness. Well, I appreciate that. I'm afraid of heights, too. <laughs> Man, I'm watching. I got the anxiety again. At one point, though, you see Caitlin taking a picture of me. That I, they, they had to send us an email after, like, we can't cut Caitlin out of the shot. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? They're like, well, in one of the shots, she's over the top of you taking a picture of you with her cell phone. And you see her, right? It's on her Instagram story. You see her in the, glass. in the shot above the That's glass awesome. taking a picture mm-hmm. of me with her phone. Uh, well, thank you. Arkansas Keith hit me last night at like 10.15. What did he say? And he was like, man, he goes, I, Grand Canyon episode was good, but I was laughing out loud when you were in Arkansas on the big machines. He goes, that's my favorite one. Uh, but Sunday nights now at 10, 9 central, Breaking Bobby Bones. I hope, I just appreciate you guys watching and supporting me. Went for me, went for us. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see if, if people liked it, if people watched. I'm not convinced that people did anything yet. I could have watched it. You guys could have tricked me and just played it and I watched it alone. And it didn't go on everywhere. I don't know. I really don't know. But we'll see. All right. Thank you. Hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye. I will watch it every day. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. All right. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A North Carolina woman has become a millionaire after buying a lottery ticket for a drawing she wasn't trying to enter. Elizabeth Johnson missed a cutoff time online to buy the ticket she wanted. But her ticket was good for the drawing three days later. She matched all five numbers on that one and won a million and then doubled to two million. Wow. wow. So she missed a cutoff time to buy the ticket she wanted. So that means, walk me through this, Lunchbox. So, like, if the drawing's at 10 p.m., the cutoff is 9.30 p.m. So she probably bought her ticket at 9.32, <gasps> which means that it's not eligible for the drawing that night, that it goes, it's eligible for the next drawing. Wow. And that's how she won? And that's how she wins. I mean, it's just, that's, I'm so happy for her. You're right, but you're lying, by the way. Uh, she missed the 9.57 p.m. cutoff time by one minute. Lucky for her, the quick pick ticket was good for a drawing three days later. She won a million, doubled ah, up to two million. That's yep. fate. See, that's, that's what being late is good sometimes. She still would have won even if she was early, that drawing. No, because if she would have... Different day. She would have... No, no, no. It wasn't a different day. All the losers going to the drawing, right? No. 
They don't? No. So what she did is she was trying to draw the she was trying to be in the drawing for say Tuesday night. Yeah. And since she bought it at 958. Oh, for the next day. Oh, I thought it was, it was on, like she was the on the scratch off. You mail no, it in and they draw one out. No, she was so she was entered into the drawing for Friday uh, night. Wow, no, like right. she literally got super lucky. Hilarious. Oh, but I mean awesome. the whole lottery's luck. So, of course. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> she just, her luck was very uh, visual. Do you know who the actor Miles Teller is? Yes. Sounds so familiar. He was the, you ever see Whiplash and he played the drums? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Yes. Kinda like that was such a good movie. Generic looking white guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's hard to describe him because he's just like a white dude. Um, but he had a Hawaiian vacation last week and he was jumped right outside of a restaurant. He doesn't know who the people were that attacked him. What I read, though, is he went on vacation with Aaron Rodgers, the football player, oh. and his fiance. And he went into a bathroom, and two guys walked in after him and then punched him in the face. Oh, Dang. wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maui police have confirmed there was an assault and that it's under investigation. There was first this report that he had unpaid bill, and they jumped him to get his money back, but then they're like, that's not true. Oh, it sh- okay. wasn't a shark? A loan shark? Probably what happened was they saw a famous guy. And they were like, let's let's get him for what he's got. They watched him go into the bathroom alone, and they trapped him. There's nothing you can do. That's terrible. Scream. For a while, Teller kept his lips sealed, but now he's piped up on Twitter, and who knows what happened. But he has been in a bunch of movies I'm seeing here. One, two, three, four, eight, six, 17 movies. Other than Whiplash? Yeah. Fantastic oh. Four. Yeah, a lot of these I haven't seen. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> He's, oh, he's, he's, oh, he's in the, the new Top Gun. Yeah. That, that's been, it was recorded five years ago, but is it coming out till 2030? <laughs> yeah. That one? Uh, finally, a 2021 grad at an Arkansas high school has earned the highest grade point average in the school's history. He got a 4.8 GPA. How do you do that? AP. Oh. We didn't have that option. Yeah. Our option was you get all A's, you get a 4.0. So what's the highest now, five? I don't know. I think I d- it's five. He has been accepted to 45 universities and received over $1.5 million in scholarships. Wow. He awesome. probably already has a lot of college credit too, huh? Probably. Um, even more extraordinary, he was told he wasn't ever going to read or do math because of his autism and ADHD. Wow. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. He kept pushing and proving him wrong. Along with his academic success, he's excelled at track, cross-country, soccer, and basketball. He says, overall, I'm just grateful to have an opportunity to be where I am right now because I was meant to be here. Wasn't meant to be here. Nicholas Watson. That's awesome, man. Congrats to you, buddy. 4.8 GPA. Go to school wherever he wants. That's fantastic. Great. I got my Arkansas Street Map shirt on today, Saw that. by the way. That's cool. I got this off Amazon. Amazon, you can get anything on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, anything. It's crazy. Sometimes I just get bored and go. And I got this for like eight bucks. It's awesome. Thank you. All right, Mountain Pine's not on here, though. I look for it this morning. It's not? Mm-mm. Oh. People always disrespect us. Uh, All right, that's the news. Thank you. Bobby's Big Stories. There's a TikTok trend where you eat a watermelon. But that's not the trend by itself. You squirt mustard all on top of the watermelon before you eat it. Ugh. And you eat mustard Ooh. melon. Ugh. I'm confused if I like it or not because I love mustard. It's my favorite. Oh. And I love watermelon. But I don't know about it being together. All right. It's perfect for you then. No, no. Tomorrow morning we're going to spin the wheel. Oh, my goodness. And whomever it lands on has to eat the mustard melon. Well, I mean, I guess it, there's something crazy combos sometimes surprise you and taste good. So I'm just hopeful for that because mustard grosses sometimes, me Sometimes, <laughs> though. Most crazy combos don't. Just so I'm ready for all this, are we going to be doing this for every TikTok viral thing? Like eating whatever craziness? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Watermelon mustard. Yeah, why not? Watermelon mustard. Hi. <laughs> Watermelon mustard. Hi. Uh, I'll talk to Chris in Virginia. Chris, what's happening, bud? 
Hey, guys, you were talking about the bat that got loose on that airplane. And, of course, uh, the big scare is, hey, do we have rabies now or not? That happened to be at my house. I'm asleep on the couch in the TV room, and a bat gets in, wakes me up. I can't find the bat till the next night, then I kill him. And everyone says, hey, here's the problem. How do you know it wasn't the same bat that you were sleeping with? You might have rabies now. So I have to go get the rabies shots. Wait, have to or had to? Had to. They made me. And? And the kicker... The kicker is, it's not all in your stomach anymore. They give it to you in your arms, your legs, wherever. It was like fourteen shots, 14. and the whole thing—the whole thing cost ten thousand dollars. Wait, what? Whoa. What? That's what I said. Wow. The shots? Did your insurance pay for that? Yeah, insurance took care of most of it, but I was like, ten thousand dollars. My dog gets these for sixty dollars. What's the What's the deal? Good point. Are you, did he get scammed? Yeah. Oh, Amy that thinks you got like bat. Well, Amy no. thinks you got no, 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 bat scam. Wait, but also I have a question. Damn right. Like, do you have to get? I mean, did you have? I thought you had to get bit by a bat. Like, did that you not? That's what I said too. They said, "Oh, it could sleep. It could bite you while you were sleeping. You may have rabies now." You don't have a you mark. Know. You don't have a mark. Right. It was nonsense. I, I'm with you guys. It was crazy. But here's the kicker. I am now completely 100% rabies vaccinated so if you have anything in your house that you need taken out call me i'll come and pick it up for you you know what i liked about that story mm. there were two kickers <laughs> <laughs> a double kicker yeah he is with, wow. with the first kicker and we're like whoa it can't be kicked anymore and he goes well, here's the kicker <laughs> Dang. hey chris that's crazy it cost that much and you had to get it all because my friend that got it had to get him in the stomach over and over again but he had to get him in all parts of his body yeah wow I, man i i feel like we need to verify this do you think he was bat scam maybe he didn't even have a bite mark on him. So, like, if you're in the presence of a bat, you have to go get shot. Ten thousand dollars. You know. All right, Chris. Okay. Any more kickers before we go? Uh, that's about it, guys. All right, there he is. Hey, that's a good call. We'll give him. Yeah. We got Chris. We love a double kicker story. All right, Chris in Virginia. Thank you, buddy. All right, Brock in South Dakota. Brock, you are on the air. What's happening? Um, I just have a question. Do you guys think that uh, Eddie's Walk will be covered? I know it'll probably get covered by a local station, but do you think it'll ever make the news or Ooh. anything like that? Eddie's nice. walking from West Virginia to Tennessee. He started training. Didn't do very good. Uh, <laughs> do, uh, possibly. You're talking like Good Morning America? Oh, like, stop. Yeah. What, what, I, what, what, what I, are we talking here? Stop. I was picturing that. Well, Why not? Well, it would be it would be awesome because it's for charity. I mean, he's doing it for yeah. charity. I mean, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I think we could probably float that up to some people and see if they want to cover it. CNN, like all the major networks. Like, what are we talking? Who knows? You may have the trifecta: Fox News, CNN, NBC, jockeying for position. Yes, that'd I could be totally cool. See them covering that, and then they can go live while they're walking with me, so. and uh-huh. you know, and I can tell the whole story and everything. I guess if you're walking all the way across America, it'd be a bigger story. Yeah, but you're, well, we're not you're doing that. West Virginia. I thought you were walking a small distance. Yeah. That's a good question, Brock. I'm going to start to put the feelers out there. We don't know when we're doing it yet, do we, Scooby Steve? Hey, what month? This month? Yeah, it's before my birthday, so we're looking at the week before June 29th. That's not a lot of time. Eddie, you're... you're, That's not a lot of time. I believe in you. You can do it, man. Wait, what what week? I'm pulling out my calendar here. Looking at, I think it's the week of June 21st is what I have in mind. Okay, it's going to be really hot. Oh, boy. Yeah. Ooh. Summer heat. Ooh. We probably need to do it before the 23rd. 23rd's probably the last day we should do it. Can we yeah. do that? Oh well, yeah, pro- totally. Well, the problem is though. Third, so I mean, we have to do it. Start the nineteenth. That's a that's a Saturday. <laughs> oh my we gotta goodness. work this out. Oh boy, we gotta work this out. All right, uh, Brock, thank you for the call, bud.
Yep, thank you. All right, have good a good morning, day. Studio. Morning. Morning. Wait, got us on the backside. <laughs> Lunchbox sent three letters to three different celebrities, but he sent them as a seven-year-old. And every week we check in and see if they've mailed him anything back yet. Lunchbox? Nothing. I've, I've decided that celebrities don't have time for their fans anymore. I mean, I emailed heart, or mailed them heartfelt letters, and I checked the mail every single day, and nothing has arrived at my house. So I don't know. It's very sad. Are we giving up on doing the updates? Yeah, and I then only so. if there is an update, we come back and do it. Okay, yes. I like that. No Carrie Underwood. No The Rock. No Oprah Winfrey. Mm. Not a single return. Not Dang. a letter. Nothing. Not, not even a signed just, picture. They don't, yeah. they just don't care, man. Not a form letter going, thank you for your letter, young kid. <laughs> uh, let's go over to Amy now and get in the Bird Minute. Now it's time for Amy's Bird Minute. Well, my friend Mary got me a hummingbird feeder helmet. And it's this contraption you put onto your head. And then there's these red flowers that are there. And then you put the nectar into the helmet. It's almost like one of those little tubes, like a one of those drinking like helmets where you'd put like beer inside or something. But this is hummingbird nectar. And it's supposed to give you the most intimate experience with a hummingbird ever. So I haven't tested it out yet. I'm just excited for the gift. And I posted about it on Instagram and tagged Spencer Pratt because he's really into hummingbirds. And he replied. He told me I was going to scare the hummies. And then I was like, oh, that's a cute nickname for hummingbirds. I would just think those birds are too close to my face. I wouldn't like that. Like, I, I like you want to see them, but it, all I have to do is get irritated and just start pecking your face. Yeah, no, yeah, but you have a helmet. You have a shield. It almost looks like a welder's mask. <laughs> oh, there's mask. a shield in front of it, too? Yeah, picture I a welder's. I thought it was just a helmet with things like... Little syrups hanging over. Yeah. No, but I don't think they would do anything. When, when does this fascination end? I don't think it's going to. It's You've been to through like 20 of these fascinations. No, in our I time mean, together. I'm a different person. I go on hikes. If they have little posters up about birds, I stop and read about every single one. Like, that's not me. No, I get it. I'm just saying you felt this way about many things. Not for this long. Painting. And this passionately. So you're staying with the birds. <laughs> yes. Okay. I think, it, honestly, it's just it came at the right time in my life. What's the ultimate goal with this? Well, I don't know. To see as many birds as I possibly can. Wow. I mean, it's a big world. There's a lot of birds out there. I know. Big world, a lot of birds. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Just to like see birds, know birds. No birds. Well, I get to know the ones in my backyard. Do you feel like they know you? Do your birds know you? Happy might. He's my little um, cardinal with a cute little belly. His name's Happy. I figure he must be happy because his belly is so cute. Yeah. He's so recognizable. I know every time he comes. Wait, Bones, how do you know? Have you met Happy? No, I see him on Amy's Instagram. I post about him a lot. (laughs) You can tell he's the same bird, right? Because there's other cardinals that come. They do not look like him. Do you think these birds know you? Okay. Well, through the oh no, it, guys, we're losing her. <laughs> guys, we're losing yard. her. They know my food and my treats. But if my... you walk out, well, do you think they recognize you, the human? I mean, normally when I get too close, they fly away. So I don't know. I would like to think that Happy has a connection with me. I know for sure my chipmunk does. Chipmunk. The one oh, you boy. saved. Yeah. Oh, well, no, Amy's oh. Dr. Doolittle at her house at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because so, she know. now has, did you put the thing in your pool? Yes. Oh, my little animal rescue ramp? Yeah. It's this thing I saw. A listener actually sent it to me when she realized I had dead chipmunks in my pool at times, and it's very sad. So that's why I was so glad I was able to save that one because I'd never walked out in time to see it treading water. And now they, yeah, they make these little ramps you can put on the ledge of your pool so that the animal can find it and then hop up and it's like for frogs, squirrels, chipmunks. 
anything. Are you cleaning your pool? Why is there a whole nature exhibit in Amy's pool? <laughs> yes, I'm cleaning uh. my pool. It's just a thing that happens. Camels. I don't know. I think maybe they get thirsty or it's dark and they can't see and they just walk right. I have no idea how it happens. But ever since I installed the animal rescue ramp, I haven't had one, um, what do you call it? Death. Yeah. That's what it would be called. Yeah, yes. <laughs> no, Sad passing. Fatality. Of a, of an yes, I was going to say fatality. Yeah. Not a one. So. But yeah. you think there's a chance the birds know you by in your human form? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever talk to them? Of course. Oh, <laughs> Duh. And what, what do you Every say? Every time they come over, I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're so cute. Or thanks for coming. Or do you need more food? And I check in there and I just go tell your friends. I want to. I had a, a nest right up against my house. I have a few, but this one I could actually see inside and see the eggs. And uh, I'm so upset because now the eggs are gone. So I think they hatched and like grew. You're basically and, their mom. Mm. No, I am. I call them my grand. <laughs> she says, no, I am. My <laughs> grand bird be, birdies. Okay. Uh, I think that concludes the bird minute. Thank you. And that was Amy's bird minute. You heard it. Today's the day. Uh, June 1st, we started to lose Amy officially. Yeah. Why? Because I'm passionate about birds. No, we can just feel you slipping a little bit with the birds. And you're trying to talk to them and stuff. Yeah, and you so. said they know you. No, I, well, I feel like they know my, yeah, my house, my presence, that I care for them. They know I am the caretaker. Okay. Caretaker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll review all that stuff in a minute. I just need to get some water and take mm-hmm. a break. I finally sat down and watched the Friends reunion, which has... Pretty pumped to watch. And Caitlin is not a Friends fan, so I just watched it by myself. And you know, it's on HBO Max, which, by the way, is the clunkiest app. I have trouble with that app all the time. Really? For, like, high-quality programming, it only works, like, half the time. Oh. And so, watch it, and I don't know. It was good, but it wasn't great. I thought it was so good. I just felt like it was a little cheesy, a little staged. I, I would, uh, I mean, I would give it three and a half coffee shops. Oh wow! How long was it? An hour, hour forty-seven. Minutes. Yeah, oh. hour forty-seven minutes. Wow. I'm like your son now. I, I know, know exactly how many <laughs> minutes it is. Okay. He does know that. Yeah, yeah I I feel like you can tell who really likes who on that show because when they would talk about how long it's been since they've seen each other, some of them still talk somewhat regularly. Nobody talks to Chandler anymore. Really? I mean, he's obviously had some struggles with addiction and some some physical issues, but. He was like, man, it's the first time I talked to you guys in forever. Mm. It, it was fine. I felt a little sad for them, too, because you know everybody's going to be comparing them, which isn't fair to the 25-year-old versions of themselves that we see every single day. Oh, for sure. And they're all different. You get older. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a reminder that, yep, we're getting older. Everybody's getting older. And we don't look like we used to 20, 30 years ago, obviously. So... I, I I feel the opposite of you, though. I laughed out loud. I thought it was so good. It made me want to watch Friends, like, throughout the rest of the weekend. And I watched it in a different way and made me love it even more. Yeah, I didn't. Hmm. And I'm a big Friends fan. It's pretty good. I think if you're a Friends fan, you should watch it if you can. But I don't think you, you know, purposefully carve time out just to watch it. They had some big cameos in there. Like, Justin Bieber was there. What they did is they had some of the people that are super famous now model some of the clothes from back in the day, the, the famous clothes. Yeah. Like somebody wore, Cindy Crawford wore Ross's leather, leather pants. pants. Justin Bieber wore the potato costume that he, so people showed up. But at one point, you know, they're bringing out some of the old characters and they bring out the Gunther who worked at the coffee shop. Oh, yeah. 
And so, and everybody like Janice comes, Tom Tom Selleck comes because he he played you know Monica's boyfriend for a while, and then they're like Gunther joins us from um, wherever, and he's on Skype or. And I was like, dang, Gunther couldn't get there? <laughs> <laughs> but Tom Selleck could. But everybody else got there. But I wonder if something was happening with them. But they're like, he didn't have time to make uh-huh. it. So he's joining us via Zoom. Yeah. I saw a thing. I just was looking up the number to confirm. But I think they got anywhere from like three to five million The each. cast made $18 million from HBO Max. Wow. They got $3 million each. Okay. For the first season, they made $22,000 per episode. In the final two seasons, they made $1 million per episode. They make $20 million every year still. From residuals and streaming and merch. Like, they're still making 20 million bucks That's a year. That's crazy. HBO Max spent 435 million bucks to own the streaming rights to it, and it is the most valuable sitcom of all time. I did start on HBO Max the Mayor of Easttown. Oh, okay. Which has a 93% rating, and people are saying that it's fantastic. I only watched one episode, and I, I'll, first episodes I usually don't like of anything because that's just introducing you to characters, and I liked it. So I think I might end up loving it. Hey, Mike D, did you watch Mayor of Easttown? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Oh, you're done. Yeah, the finale was on Sunday. Oh, so they're all loaded now. They're all loaded. So what's up? I think you're really going to like it. It's kind of like The Undoing in the sense that it's like a mystery, but um, I think it's a lot better than that. Do you watch the Friends reunion? Yeah. And? I thought it was, like you said, okay. But I'm not also not the biggest Friends fan. I thought it was a lot of like reminiscing on the show and not a lot of like behind the scenes stuff I wanted to know. They did show some bloopers occasionally that we had never seen before. Mm-hmm. One time when Joey ran and jumped in a chair and, and he knocked his shoulder out of socket and they show you that clip. They that didn't get on the show. But that stuff's interesting. I liked hearing from the creators too, like their how they thought of yeah. it and when they were casting, how they had to even like convince Ross to come. He was the first one. Do it. Ross was the first one cast, and they had oh, to like wow. beg him to come do the show. And Jennifer Aniston was on two shows at the same time. She was doing another show at the same time, and they were like, we think that show's going to bomb, so we're going to go ahead and cast her here. And this- then I didn't know Phoebe was a waitress on, what was it? Mad About You. Okay, yeah, yeah Mad About yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. It was fine. It was fine. Uh, let's go over and talk to Kathy in Iowa, who has called the show. Hey, Kathy, what's going on? Hey, morning, studio. Morning. morning. Um. So I was just calling for Amy, really, because I know you're getting into birds and everything, and I have a funny story. Um, I have a planter on my front porch that gets baby birds in it every year, and so we, like, watch them and all that. Well, this year, one of the I noticed there was a baby bird on my lawn, and I was like, oh, no, baby bird fell out of the nest. I was, like, doing the, you know, good deed of the day, and I put him back in the nest. Um, well, I... it wasn't that nest that he was from and so the mama bird in the nest um with the the mama bird of this baby bird um flew over the nest and was like attacking the nest and then these birds like got into this like bird war on my front porch and we're like swooping at each other for like a full half hour before the baby bird then jumped out of the nest again so, I thought there was going to be a tell me something good where another bird raised a bird. Turns out it turns into <laughs> bird war or three. Yeah, but hopefully they got it sorted out and the they've, the bird returned home. I assume so. He jumped out and I did not touch him again. We're going to assume that. A lot of assumptions here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Morgan watched Ted Lasso. You binged the whole thing? Oh, it was so good. Like, I get all of the hype around it now. It's like a feel-good movie as humor. You know, there's like, gets you all in your sad emotions. And then there's sports and... I I loved it. I mean, I give it five out of five army guys. I encourage everybody to watch it. Army guys. Army oh, guys. Yeah, army guys. Yeah. 
The oh, the little toys. Yeah, toys. Oh, the little toys. I was yeah. like, did I watch a different time? Oh, wow, me too. I was thinking, yes, what? that was the thing. It comes back July 23rd, season two of Ted Lasso. Nah, I cannot yeah. wait. It's my favorite show of all of 2020. Just the best. Uh, Eddie watched Cruella. Yeah, I went to the movie theater for this one. Took my 13-year-old son, and we were about one of uh, three people there, four people. Uh, not a lot of people watching on a Friday night, but man, I liked it. I think for my 13-year-old, though, it was a little dark. It kind of tells the backstory of Cruella DeVille from 101 Dalmatians, the old lady with the half-white, half-black hair. I just think that, you know, it's it's not a cartoon. It's very real. There's a lot of real-life events. So for a 13-year-old, it was pretty heavy. Like, maybe not the best idea to take him to that, but he because afterwards he was like, whoa, dad, that was, like, intense. Like, a lot of real, real stuff there. But I, as a person, like an adult, full adult, love the movie. I think really? It tells a pretty cool backstory of why she became evil. And Emma Stone plays her. Dude, she did a great, great job. It has a 97% audience score. I would give it four Dalmatians out of five. Oh. Yeah, pretty good. So better than the Friends reunion. <laughs> yeah. Would you watch the Friends reunion? I didn't, uh-uh. No, would you? I mean, I would because, I mean, I grew up watching Friends, but I don't have HBO Max or whatever. I'd probably wait to get that. Okay. It's just, it doesn't work. A bunch of the time. I'll good. get three little dots. This is load. You get loading dots all the time on that? And then I had to learn how to get out of the app. It's If you're going to charge us, that's why this show is free. We don't charge you. Yeah. We might suck, but we don't charge you. <laughs> it's like that app. It sucks. But they got to, that content is so, it's like premium content. So to do, you got to make sure it works or people are going to stop paying for it. Uh, all right. Anything else? No, I think you should watch it. Also, I looked. I think I was trying to tell some people it was so good they should get the free trial, but I don't think HBO Max has a free trial. I think what they're doing what they took it away. They, oh, they did mm. probably because people like. Me. I think they're doing a commercial version though, where you can pay less and watch commercials. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would. You know what? I get five out of five Grand Canyons is breaking Bobby Bones. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, thank you, thank you. Good you can, one. You can watch that on Nat Geo app. Nat Geo Channel. When does it go up on, on Disney demand. Plus? After eight episodes, I think there's a dump on. Di- I don't like that word. I think there's a. <laughs> it, it all then Downloads goes on to Disney or? Plus. Got you, got like you. the first eight episodes. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from El Paso, Texas. A woman was at the zoo and she's looking at the spider monkeys. She says, "Man, they look hungry." So she jumps in the enclosure, takes her flaming hot Cheetos. And feeds the monkeys. Well, everybody there starts filming it, put it online. People at her law firm saw it. She's lost her job. Ooh. Yeah. You can't jump into anything at the zoo. No. Because you could die. But then also, she picked Flamin' Hot Cheetos to feed them. That I could think, cause issues. Yes, I would think also if she would have fed it monkey feed. Oh, yeah. Still would have been bad. Yeah, but not as bad. Mm-hmm. And Flamin' Hot Cheetos probably aren't good for you at all. Heartburn and stuff. Yeah, the yeah. monkey's probably like, oh, indigestion. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. The question is, should you let your kids pick their nose and eat it? <laughs> is that, I, I know. Why? Why? Because I don't think that that's, I don't want them doing that. I, I don't, I mean, I'm starting to think you're saying like scientifically, maybe it's no, okay. I'm just asking. Maybe I already thought you'd say scientifically it's okay. Okay. Well, I would say no, because it's not a, we don't. I don't want them do it thinking it's okay, and they do it in public. I guess there's really probably nothing wrong with it, but no, it's just not. It's not good manners and ill. <laughs> Eddie, yeah, we don't let them, but they do obviously. But I, I feel like your body's trying to get rid of something with boogers, so why put it back? Don't in? eat them. Researchers say that yes, they have found they contain certain proteins that form a barrier against bacteria and improves the immune system over time. Okay, oh, well. it's especially good for kids. It helps them build up their body's response to the flu. And it's important to start that at a young age. 
Of course, it's not polite, but it's actually kind of healthy for you. Okay. So encourage it. That's what you're saying. I think Amy has a point. Like in public, absolutely no. But sometimes you have to pick your nose. But it's like scratching your butt. You don't go out and do it in front of everybody, but okay. you, sometimes you have to scratch your butt. Okay. What, you don't think so? <laughs> sometimes you do, sometimes yes. You, sometimes you just do. Anyway, there's your scientific huh. research of the day. Kids are going to be throwing that back at oh, their they're parents if they're that. listening right now. They're not listening right now. Oh, okay. Don't worry. Our seven-year-old audience is... N- <laughs> they're not here? N- not, not really, Not at no. the moment. Uh, what's going on today, Amy? I have a podcast interview with my friend that runs a homeless organization here in town, and I love when I have him on because I feel like I just learned so much about that community and how to better help them. What about you? Uh, Chris Lane's coming to the house to do something similar, a podcasting, not about anything you're talking about. Ours is way, <laughs> way dumber. Uh, so doing that and then, I don't know, I'm considering going to this workout class this afternoon that's like weights and stuff. And every time I do, I end up hurting myself mm. because it's, you're lifting and getting exercise, but you're also competing. And sometimes I do no form. I'm just trying to win. Then I have a dead arm for like a week. I'll probably do it, though. Yeah. <laughs> if I know me, I'll probably do it. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Ooh.